0: Anyway, that's why they call me The Vest There Is, The Vest There Was, and The Vest That's Forever Lint Free. Welcome to Podposition. I'm your host, Jim Sterling, and I'm joined, as ever, by the lovely, the delectable, the delightful Laura Kate Dale. Hello, Laura. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm not used to getting this many descriptive terms about me. That's that's quite a lot of ways
0: to describe me. I'm being very complimentary. It's my new gimmick. And we're also joined Uh by... Gav, hello, how are you?
2: <laughs> I'm alright
0: <laughs> G- Gav, Gav. I am
2: the, I am fa- exactly what you just described
1: The fact that he introduced you within the first minute of the show Is
2: extremely
0: complimentary of Baby his view steps. of you Baby steps. It, <laughs> is, it is the greatest gift I've ever given another human being And I just think it's about time I got a little bit of gratitude For all of my philanthropy Such as introducing <laughs> people on podcasts but Thank I never you. do Thank you Jim Thank you for go. acknowledging that I exist on, on the podcast What we do That's that's all I ever ask for Is a little bit of recognition For the bare minimum That I do And with that out of the way This is a podcast This is indeed a podcast It's about video
1: games normally in, it, It's one in the games A video game podcast In November when like there is no news, so it's it's going to be another weird week this week, I think
0: Yeah, everything's... All the main stuff's come out We've got Xenoblade Chronicles at the end of this week, if I'm not yes. mistaken Yes, uh,
1: that um, is fri- Friday yeah. this week, I think Which, uh, everything I've heard about it is like If you liked the first Xenoblade, it's basically more of that And I'm very into that
0: <laughs> Well, that works for me um, the day after that is more interesting to me because that's a Warriors Call 6 that's taken place in in uh, Byron Baptist Church in Mississippi. Um, that's a pro-wrestling ego event. Um, uh, I, I'll be you're... there merely representing the interests of my client, Sturdust, uh, <laughs> who will be, and we can announce this now, we announced it on... Uh, on social media yesterday, uh, if you can get to Mississippi, or if even better, if you're in Mississippi, um, you can get yourselves to Jackson on January the 6th and go to the venue known as the Hideaway. And it's called that for a reason because they bloody tuck it away. Uh, the Hideaway in Jackson, Mississippi. I mean, January to be fair, if, if, if
2: it wasn't Hidden Jim and you were going to make an appearance. You don't want that kind of crowd scene happening on the street, do you? I bloody Not do. in today's America.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you don't
2: You don't want a mob of SJWs, like, crowding up the streets and all your Antifa followers, like, wrecking <laughs> the street, do you? Like, well, Can you I'll imagine the happen. state of all the burning cars after you were finished?
0: Yeah, all, this, all of those liberal arts students who listen to this show... All of these millennials who are all exactly 15 years old. No millennial is older than that. I feel, all of I've, them. I feel so bad that I've never
1: taken a liberal arts like class now. I feel like <laughs> I fucked something up in my life and I need to go back to school just Here's, to take one liberal arts class. I did what I want to know. Arts, How do you which... know
2: when an arts um, thing is liberal? Because I did arts in college for a while, but I uh, don't know if it was I, I, I think a it's liberal a liberal
1: I think it's liberal arts... If like at some point during your arts degree, you talk about your feelings and how you want the world to be nicer,
0: I think that makes uh-huh. it liberal arts. <laughs> I heard, I heard, I read it on a website that l- the difference between regular art and liberal arts uh, lessons is they force you at gunpoint to draw a period <gasps> in liberal a arts. gay period, a gay period, a gay going, Muslim period, a gay Muslim period. <laughs> Uh, reading a a fashion catalogue that only has 50% white models in it. It's white genocide, everyone. Hashtag white genocide. Oh, goodness. I Uh, saw a black woman wearing a cashmere jacket in this catalogue. It's genocide! It's genocide! Anyway, the point of the matter is is I'm trying to appeal to people in Mississippi. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be a Mississippi wrestler. Right, I'm going to be... January 6th, if you're a fan, come on down. I mean, it's going to be a good wrestling show anyway. I've seen these people in action. They are incredible, and that's me speaking. Sturdust has other views on them. I think they're incredible. Um, But Sturdust will be descending from his uh, cosmic hideaway to a real hideaway. I shouldn't have said hideaway twice. I could have come up with cosmic anything. From his cosmic... I a car He drives around in space. That's his new gimmick for the next five minutes. Um, he'll be coming to the Hideaway Jackson January 6th. I've said that enough times. That should be in your heads by now. If you can make it, if you're in the South, if you can get there, do come along because it'll probably be a laugh. I can't guarantee 100%. I might fuck up terribly, but it should be very entertaining, and I'll be around afterwards as well, so... There you go. Look at I, that. We even got some promotion out of the way in the first five minutes. So I'm <laughs> I'm 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 on fucking fire today. Ow. I'm I'm
1: currently googling how long it would roughly take me to walk from, uh, and swim <laughs> from mine from, from my neck of the woods to
0: Mississippi.
2: I'm I'm googling do wrestlers have health insurance and are broken bones covered?
0: <laughs> I mean I've got health insurance. I'm fine. Um. I'm, I'm sorted. I—I'll be fine. It's—it's—it's. It's, it's, well, I say I. Obviously, my alter ego, Sturdust will be fine. Uh, I feel sorry for whoever steps in the ring with him. For whoever decides to to demonstrate that they're the kind of winner Sturdust is looking for, because something tells me they're going to be a little bit stir struck. So that's like anyone who's um,
2: stepped into your ring previously.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, they they, they, are, they need to
2: be made of sturdy stuff. We're
0: talking about anal sex at this point of the podcast. Oh.
2: Seven minutes in, and we're on to butt fucking.
0: Seven minutes in, which is this. this I mean, is what
2: happens. This is what happens, kids, when you send your kids to liberal art colleges. Seven true. minutes into a games podcast, they're talking about butt fucking.
0: Seven minutes in, butt fucking commences. That's 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 the future that liberals want. So let's, I mean, that does sound like a pretty good future. So I'm on board. With it, along with my pink Darth Vader. I, I did some maths, Jim. If yeah. if
1: I don't sleep and I just walk and swim to Mississippi, I could get there in 1,474 hours, which like. That doesn't seem too long. That I could probably get there yeah. before you. Before I, you match, I, I know.
2: I know people who spent longer than that on Dota. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that honestly that's, doesn't that's sound what, like, that six, bad. That's sixty-one days. If I don't sleep for two months,
0: I could totally get there. Oh no, it's less than two months away. Fuck. Ah, uh, you see, and the other clause is the fact that you have to sleep if you go to any city that isn't Brooklyn. That's the only ah. place where you're allowed to not sleep while you're traversing
1: What if I make my route via Brooklyn because then there's no
0: sleep till Brooklyn? Well, if you go to Brooklyn, then you'll be able to be wide awake the whole time. But if you get on a plane from New York to... You're probably going to have to get to Atlanta from there and then another plane to Mississippi to the Jackson Evans. Who, who said airport. I was getting planes? I am, I'm walking and swimming. That's how I'm getting okay. there. If it's pure walking, then you walk into Brooklyn, eyes wide open, you're going to have to sleepwalk to Atlanta and then, then get to Mississippi from there. You know,
2: I, I, I think there's some fake news going on here because I know what Laura's really doing. She's bringing Cappy and she's going to possess a, a British trout and that's how she's going to get to America.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Just every time, like the the fish that I'm I'm inhabiting gets tired, I'll just like throw my hat at a different fish,
0: and we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Life would be better if we all had magic hats that could put us inside frogs and fish. <laughs> but uh, we don't, do we? We it's don't. Fine. I would just throw my magic hat. We at have the a housing crisis and... instead.
1: Ah. Uh, do we want to talk, talk about video games? <laughs> so they, I think we yeah. got a couple of them this I week, I think. Yeah. Why not? Where, where do we want to start on some video games? Anyone got any any video game they want to jump on?
0: Um, I could give... I'll, I'll give out a little bit of a promotion for Million Onion Hotel. What is Million Onion Hotel? Million Onion Hotel. Now, I've been following Onion Games on Twitter for a long time because they're delightful. Is, uh, they is, make, is this they, like
1: the Onion, or is this a different thing?
0: It's not the Onion. It's uh, okay. it's, a, it, it's an actual studio called Onion Games, uh, but it role plays as a sort of living Onion on Twitter, and often just tells people, "I am little Onion, you know, please help." Um, <laughs> uh, they, they sort of, uh, I believe they're a Japanese company, mastered the art of uh, broken English for. Attention and promotion And harnessed it very well And the result of, of All of this sort of build Has been Million Onion Hotel Which is on mobile And it's come at a good time Because I got one of them iPhone X dealers, And I'm also, as I've said on the Gymquisition, A bit burnt out on a lot of mobile games Most of them are now self-playing Microtransaction machines uh, They don't really Offer gameplay just a way for you to give somebody some money. So, Million Onion Hotel, first of all, gets my attention for being a real fucking game on a phone, (laughs) which is just nice to see again. Um, It's about four bucks, which with the economy that the app store has fostered for itself will sound steep to some, (gasps) but it's worth it. For four bucks, I mean, a single play session can take about 20 minutes, and, and, and that that's a failing place session. I've only got to the third boss. Took me 18 minutes to get there. Um, I don't know how much further there is, uh, but it's fucking hard. It's, it's kind of like whack-a-mole. Onions grow on a grid and you tap the onions. And if you build a line with the onions you've tapped, then you get a, a, a timer to extend the time limit you've got. And that's the basic premise. And when you start playing, you think, "Well, this is pretty simple. I'm just, I'm just pushing pictures of onions. This isn't much different from Final Fantasy, or well, the fucking bravest." But <laughs> the ways in which it varies that up and gets fucking hard as it goes on, and starts introducing boss fights and other traps to be aware of, and things that aren't onions that you have to tap but behave in different ways. Um, and the strategy involved, because you get certain things that aren't onions that require multiple taps. But if you leave an onion on the board too long, the onion will go away. So it's like tap this, hit an onion, keep tapping on that, hit some more onions, tap on this. Oh shit, something's falling from the sky. I've got to keep my finger pressed on the right square to keep an umbrella held up. Um, re- it goes all over the place. Um, works fantastic on a phone. Is bloody weird. <laughs> has great music, wonderful sound effects Just a, an overall Just bizarre aesthetic uh, And Collecting the, the character cards The story cards that you unlock During the course of the game um, Just to read some of the bizarre Backstory that's been attached to this Whole thing uh, About the, the Million Onion Hotel And the the political Intrigue that goes on there It's 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 so fucking weird, but it's it's the best kind of weird, because it's a really good game on top of it. So I would... For four bucks... I mean, there are so many worse things you can buy. For way more than... F- for for $60, you could buy Battlefront 2 and have a terrible time. For four bucks, you can get Million Onion Hotel. You'll get more, I guarantee. At least if you're anything like me. There's the important caveat. I guarantee... <laughs> you'll get way more out of Million Onion Hotel than you will out of fucking... whatever Battlefront 2 is now. I can't call it Gamblefront anymore because they took the microtransactions out. It's just grinding. Thankless, tiresome grinding. But Million Onion Hotel is... a straight-up fee for a straight-up game. And that is... something I'm happy to see on a mobile space. Just, hey... Give me some money, I'll give you a product. You know how, like, businesses often run? Like, normal fucking <laughs> well, The thing fucking where you businesses. exchange a set amount of funds for a set uh, product in
1: response and then you enjoy the product and you have already yeah. paid for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, like that. Like that's how successful businesses run themselves.
2: As, as a millennial, I'm unfamiliar with this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is not shaking up the sales paradigm by which I can pay for my services through, like, donating my blood to purchase university books or whatever the current, like, going trend is. What you've got to understand
0: about the current market is it's a deep blue ocean and we're here to disrupt that ocean with technology and machine learning.
1: Bit bit of a side note, one of my favourite things at the moment is I follow a couple of Twitter accounts that just follow, like, millennials in, like, the Bay Area in America that, like think they've come up with amazing inventions and they're things that already exist Uh, like a a recent one that just like makes me chuckle every time I think of it is um, a company that basically was trying to brand like it's kind of like uber but the the vehicles are larger you can have multiple people on them at once and you don't order them to your location they take a, a predetermined route and they you know if you're in the right place when they come past they'll collect you and you will all take this vehicle to get like this person fucking invented buses <laughs> it like, this, no it's a real thing this oh, this, no. this like
0: silicon valley startup invented buses See, I make like, that... it's, its Uber but buses. I want to make that distinction clear that it's a, its a very much a tech,
1: yeah, it's tech not industry like all
0: thing. It's not a it's generational. Like, no, yeah. It's, yeah.
2: it's a like... big thing in games as well. Actually, you'll see them like boasting about this incredible new feature that was in games in 1999.
1: I, I'm going to try and find the press release about this fucking like Uber for buses <laughs> thing now because it just makes me smile. Like, how how was it they were describing this thing that's like basically oh it was uber it was uber of all companies that did it it wasn't some other company um uh, yeah, uber invented
0: buses for us
1: yeah uh you 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 can use the uber app to save money and time by waiting for a larger than average cab in a prearranged location mm-hmm. sharing it with strangers and being dropped off at any point along a predetermined route it it it's bus it's
2: if it's just, anything like it's the Irish bus. bus service they need to call it Screw Uber because it'll be completely shit. Oh, like the bus service okay. here is just like you go to the stop and just hope at some point a bus will show up. There are timetables, sounds but, very similar
0: know. to my experience with buses back when I lived in, in England. the UK. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you never really follow the timetable that's there as kind of a a rough guide not
2: even a guideline <laughs> no not no not really a placebo uh, i think is, is half
0: hearted suggestion <laughs> yeah
2: a placebo is is, is yeah. what the, the i can't no, believe what i, it when I just the first the time i went to germany i remember the first time i went to germany yeah. and the bus stop the bus table will say like 47 and 49 and it will show up on the dot the to the minute at 47 and 49 it's like holy fuck in Ireland, go. you like would be you could be waiting there for half an hour and just have to hope that it comes at some point.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, Brexit buses will get worse. Uh, Belgium will seize them all. Everything will get worse.
2: Oh man, don't start me on that shit. The, all the arguing at the moment about like borders here—it's like, oh no, I, are we really going back here? Are we really going back to these arguments? The trying sad to tune, thing is trying to tune it all out.
0: The really sad thing is, is that geographically where I am now, God, I'd love that. God, I'd love an (laughs) argument just about that, (laughs) about Brexit. (laughs) Uh, Oh, dear. But we're getting very political, and I know people hate that. I got an email from someone very upset (laughs) that... uh, um, my having beliefs of my own made it difficult for them to enjoy my content, so I'll I'll stop having beliefs for a minute, and we'll talk about video games, which oh, of yeah. course have no Bef- political impact we, whatsoever. Before we do let's video games, let's talk about games. legislation of loot boxes. <laughs> before we do video games, and I know that this
1: is like this is rare, me not getting us trying to get us back on track to video games. Yeah. I have I have another invention that like already existed but got reinvented recently.
0: Um, oh, so just like fuck for Silicon Valley. Yeah,
1: give me a shout when you work out like what invention it is I'm talking about. All uh, right, no. we're we're, we're going to call it co-living, and it's a little no, bit like co-working, where you share an mm-hmm. office with
2: a uh, you know a bunch a of people.
1: Yeah, it's flatmates They've
0: invented a flatmate.
1: Basically, a, a they roommate. invented the concept of having like a roommate or a housemate <laughs> or a flatmate. I've, and I've they... got an
2: invention <laughs> for you guys.
1: What's your invention?
2: So you know the way you have like choose your own adventure books. And you can, yeah. like, you, you, you read the paragraph and it's like you can choose to do one thing or another thing yeah. and you participate in the adventure. Yeah. What about one of those? But instead of in a book, it's on like a computer.
0: <gasps> oh, shit, Gavin. Oh, shit. Oh, that's fuck. too much. Got, I'll tell you what, you, I'll expand you, on that idea. You,
2: it, because, like, it would, like, and the main um, way you interact with this would be through video. Some kind of game video A game video I like this game video
0: proposition I I seriously like I'm not gonna lie I just love
1: reading the marketing Copy for these fucking things Like this co-living thing that's definitely Not roommates Uh, It's a a way of living Focused on a genuine sense of community Using shared spaces and facilities To create a more convenient And fulfilling (laughs) lifestyle It's a fucking apartment complex It's basically you can't afford a house (laughs) So you let your friend live with
0: you (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't they They should have called it life pooling That's what it should have been You've heard of carpooling Welcome to life pooling uh, it's... I, I'd I'd make an absolutely brilliant piece of shit if I lived in Silicon Valley. You could Thank still, fuck I don't. You could you could you could still move there. You could go be that piece of shit. Yeah, I'm in Mississippi. We're well away from that. <laughs> yeah. Someone someone here, you know, the 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 best thing they've come up with so far is um, carriages are no longer pulled by humans. <gasps> We've discovered horses can do it.
2: In in Mississippi, you can get lynched for drinking a frappuccino in public.
0: That is very true. That is very true. Nah, it's alright down here. It's. Well, I mean, aside from all of the politicians and the social stigmas and the education and the poor economy and the, everything else that's bad.
2: And the internet provider.
0: And the fucking internet service down here. Fuck me running with a can of Pepsi. Should we do the video
1: games now then for a bit? Scouts yeah, video yeah. games, yeah. Uh,
0: nice. I've I've got
1: one I want to talk about this week that like surprise released out of nowhere and is kind of good. Um so the, you know that Ubisoft studio that basically like farms out indie games every now and then like uh, they did Grow Home and Gone Home. Uh, Grow Ho- oh, yes. Grow I Home saw Home. Was the other one called yeah. Gone Home?
0: No, Gone, no, home go, was,
2: uh, no yeah, Gone Home is, Gone home the, is, SJW the, is the SJW game.
1: propaganda. Grow Home and whatever the other one was called in that series. But growing Homer. <laughs> growing Homer.
0: Grow up.
1: Uh, grow up. That was it. Grow up. Yeah. Uh, grow home yes. and grow up. Is um, that, that actually
2: the name I, I think so. I think so. that, that sounds, that sounds
1: about right. I think that's right. it. Whatever. The the game's about the robot. It's called Grow Up Now. Yeah. The robot, he climbed a big vine. It was quite it was quite nice. Uh so they put out a game this week. No fanfare, no like trailer or anything, just they put it up on on PC for a fiver. Uh it's called Ode. And it's Mm. pretty short. It's just a couple of hours long. But like It looks lovely. Yeah, I, I played through it in one sitting and It's basically, you play this little, like, a cute little blob creature going through environments, and when you interact with plants by, like, stepping on them or climbing over them or things like that, each plant will do something different to the soundtrack and the visual aesthetic of the level. And just as you climb through these worlds, like, the soundtrack adds layers onto it and the visuals change, and it's just a really nice, relaxed explore while like some really nice music and visuals happen. It's not particularly long, but it's, mm. it's very polished in its presentation, and it's not particularly challenging, and you can just have a I bit of fun exploring this nice world.
2: I heard someone compare it to Mario Odyssey. Is that fair? Does it have things in common with that game?
1: I think that comparing them directly would set people's expectations a bit too high. Uh, yeah. This is not on that same scale, but it is.
2: I've heard that it's just very yeah. it's similarly joyful, though.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I will agree with that. That it is. It yeah. is similar in that it is another game where you just kind of in, explore these very very pleasant environments, and everything you do in them just keeps making you smile a bit. Yeah. Like everything is like, oh, that was unexpected. No, this is really nice. And it just cool. is a few really nice, relaxed hours of platforming without any real pressure or any real stress, while everything is very, like, pleasurably sensory around you. It's really nice. It's just it's a few it's a few short hours that aren't gonna change anyone's world, but mm. they're well worth a look for a fiver.
0: Ooh, there we go. Yeah. Ode is that O-D-E? O-D-E.
1: Uh, the the, yeah. the little weird blobby character you play is called Joy. I assume that that is a reference to the, the piece of music Ode to Joy. So
2: it's
0: Ode That's as in like Ode to Joy. Bubble Kirby. That's how you can tell if it's a, a, a AAA game or one of these smaller <laughs> indies, that, you know, nevertheless published by a uh, are, are they willing
1: not? to if reference classical
0: music? <laughs> well, if, it, if it's Ode spelled O-D-E, Indie, O-W-E-D, triple A, oh, someone's God, coming yeah. to collect scum. Oh, yeah,
1: if it's called O-W-E-D, like, mm. it's going to be nice and sweet, and then right at the last minute, someone's going to come in and pop the bubble person and, like, break their kneecaps and be like, you should have fucking paid up, there'll you be, scumbag.
2: There'll be one about unicorns next year, and it'll be called Ride, but with a Y.
0: Uh, it's, uh, it's 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 a- CryTech'll do it. Don't joke. Crytek will add a Y yeah, to anything.
1: They will. Um Why? So yeah, there's not really much else I can say about that. It's a pretty short experience, so I don't wanna like get into too much of the specifics, but it's Cool. It's just very pleasant platforming and like I felt like this is the time of year where I, I kind of was like very glad that this came out. It was the right time for it. Uh hmm. Gavin, you've been playing a thing that's a little bit self-promotion-y this week
2: I have, it's time for the collusion
1: <gasps> Collusion, watch I,
2: I have been playing Seven, which is out on Friday And uh, I did the theme song for it And I also did some voice acting in it Which which I wasn't allowed to say until, until recently
1: Oh heck, I, I didn't even know that until now You did voice yeah, acting, I, heck
2: I play a bard
1: Oh, okay. That's That's, that's very, yeah. very fitting for you.
2: An, an an Irish accent bard, but like not like a a typical bard. He's kind of like a futuristic, post-apocalyptic kind of bard. So that's it's pretty awesome.
1: Are, are they you just know, like you have writing... been already intrigued? Are they yeah. just like it's... writing the next few years of your life for you?
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll see how things go with this whole Muller thing. We we may we won't we won't go too post-apocalyptic yet, you know. <laughs> oh man, we're going to get in so much trouble today. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh I really like it. It's kind of a halfway point between the early Fallout games and the early Thief games. That's the best way I can describe it. It's it's kind of top-down what's that perspective called? Isometric. Um, isometric, but you can rotate the camera, so it's kind of a bit more freeform than the old Fallout games were. Can
1: or, you? Sorry, this is like a bit of a weird, nitpicky question, but it's a thing yeah. that sometimes annoys me. And isometric stuff. Can you yeah. turn the camera like in a down. smooth circle, also like up and down at all, or is it
2: no, preset you can't. It's,
1: increments?
2: The angle looking down is fixed. Okay. Uh, side, circular, to, yeah.
1: side to side, is it increments or is it like smooth rotation?
2: It's it's smooth. Okay, um, that's what, that's what they do is Yeah. What what they do is anytime something's above you, it just kind of disappears out of view. No worries. So that you I, always see the character. Yeah. As long as but,
1: side um, to side, you can do it smoothly, not in like ninety degree increments. It's fine. I by see me. what you mean. No, when they no, do no. The, it's, the, the it's, jarring it's,
0: turns rather it's, than nice three sixty.
2: And you can use a controller or a or a, uh, mouse and keyboard. So I, which relieve me because I hate using mouse and keyboard for games. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I really like it. It's cool. You can. It's it's kind of all about traversal. It's hard. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not very good at it. Like I I have pretty feeble gaming skills at the best of time, and this kind of has an old school uh, difficulty. But one thing I love about it, right, and I think this will excite you too as well. It has shortcuts. It's it's kind of an open world. It's it's not as big as like some open worlds, but it's got shortcuts in that open world, and I. Found this by accident going through a little tunnel in a, in a burned out old factory and opened a door that led me back to the first area and I was like, yes, yes, this is the shit I like.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, I'm so intrigued by Seven mm-hmm. that when you said, this will excite you two, I didn't interject and interrupt you with my world award winning Bono Vox impersonation. So <laughs> that... That is a seal of intrigue and you can there take you that know. to the bank.
2: Yeah, cuz so you'll have seven. like obviously people are going to be taking my opinion with a pinch of salt because I'm involved of course. in it. So.
0: Yeah, I mean they do that with me when I'm involved in a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Which <laughs> yeah, is completely which you, fair. You, you, but, you, know, uh, you probably
2: if,
1: should do that's put a healthy it, way to, to look mm-hmm. and stuff Put like it, it this
2: way. If I weren't enjoying it, I would just kind of be keeping silent about it, which is I, usually I, yeah. which is usually what I do when I don't like a game is I just don't <laughs> talk much.
0: I mean, I'm the same way with, with projects I've done voice work on. Like, I wouldn't be telling people to see it if I thought it was shit, mm. because I wouldn't want to embarrass myself by being seen in the shit. Yeah. So, generally, I mean, yeah, like, like whenever I've I've voice acted in the game, which hasn't been too many, you know. Yeah. There, there's still some that are on the cards, but I'm, mm. I haven't done a great deal. Um, I've been, especially this year, just so focused on... Uh, some of the bigger picture stuff that's been going on in the industry. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't... If I ended up doing voice acting for a game that turned out to be fucking shite, I'd probably keep it a little bit more on the DL than I would yeah. if I talking about, you know, <laughs> exactly. Jazz Punk or Volume or the Jarmul House trilogy. Yeah. Uh, you know, these are games I've been involved with that I stand by and I'm proud to be in them, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can tell... That with you talking about seven, like you're clearly well, probably well, involved rem- in it. It
2: remains to be seen what other people think about it, obviously, but I, I sure, certainly am sure. having a good time with it.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I still it's, wanted, it's, I want to check it out. I uh, like you, you were offered, you offered if either of us wanted to grab code from you, and it's one of those. I gave
2: that cut. Co- I gave that code I, to yeah, else. Yeah, I seemed if, as well because
1: the reason I turned it down was because like I am not going to have time to play anything until like gone Christmas probably because everything's. Crazy at the moment, but I definitely will go and check it out at some point. So I gave
2: it to Gray under the condition that he didn't bitch at me about it <laughs>
0: when
2: he when he inevitably hates it like every other fucking game ever. But he does hate <laughs> Gray,
0: who is a mutual acquaintance of myself and Garin, hates every single video game that's ever been released. He plays yeah. them all, but he hates every single one,
2: especially the ones I like.
0: Yeah, he also can't beat the first enemy and the first evil within game. (laughs) He's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh. It's fine. It's fine. I'll
1: back him up. uh, All video games are shit. No one's. No one has ever actually liked a video game. We're all just pretending we like them because we don't want to seem, you know, embarrassed that we don't. We don't want to look
0: uncool.
2: To say he likes Dota is generous, but he does think it's a good game
0: i mean that that is very high price from him yeah, yeah. um he likes overwatch as well Wow, yeah. so much is it yeah
2: um anyway one more thing about seven and this might seem obvious but proper irish accents in a game woohoo! and it's not nice. just me either there are other uh, irish accents in it that that are actually pretty good
0: no no not quite as authentic, though, I imagine, is, uh, well, as L4's as 4's fantastic as, accent.
2: Oh, that poor girl. Why, why would my fault Twitter? Have we told this story on... I'm sure we told this story on I'm, the podcast about how I said the voice acting for Kate didn't have a very good accent and then someone on Twitter linked the actress in while telling her how bad I thought her acting was. Yes. Uh, and that. Blocked, yeah, and then she blocked. She understandably yeah. blocked both of us. Uh, uh, just was like, just why a reminder the fuck? of
1: the thing we've always said: like, <laughs> if we say a thing on here, you don't have to go tag the person. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, like, not it's not ne- about like it's just
0: not necessary. It's not nice. It's thing not to do about either. wanting to chat behind their back because obviously we're all doing it in very public forum. Yeah, but. Some people want to check their Twitter feed. They don't want... Without getting that, yeah. in there. Like, I don't want to copy someone in if if there's a chance yeah. that it could cause there's, a dog pile or no, make yeah. someone's day shit. Yeah. There's no need to go into someone's day and go, like,
1: hey, this person thinks you things shit, which I'm not saying yeah. is what Gavin did,
0: but, like, you know, that kind of No, thing. that's what
2: someone else did and then tagged yeah. me into the bloody truth. Yeah, tree. Exactly. It's just...
0: It's... It's someone being shitty and wanting to start a fight. And it's like, mm. nine times out of ten, that ain't going to happen. It'll just be like like what Gav said. People she will just get quietly blocked because most yeah. people aren't as interested in especially Twitter fucking drama of yeah. all things as you are, mate. So yeah. so just don't fucking bother.
2: Don't do that. Anyway, as... Uh, with the Irish accents anyway I mean, as somebody once said on my Bioshock song Gavin needs to stop trying to do Irish accents He's terrible at them
0: <laughs> I've had that sometimes God, why mm. does this guy pretend to be British?
2: Yeah Of course it's inevitably yeah. Im- uh, Probably Americans who've grown up on Darby O'Gill But, you know
0: That's oh, it Oh, Rusty, lucky charms Yeah, they think that's what Irish people sound like. They think British people sound like Spinal Tap.
1: That's totally what they sound like.
0: Half the time when someone does an impersonation of me, who I know in real life, it's not an impersonation of me. They're doing one of Spinal Tap. They're doing fucking Christopher Guest. It's all, oh, hello, my name is Jim Sterling. These go up to 11. It's like, that. no... That's not me. Oh, well, it is. I was, Jim, I, I was in the, more than ten.
2: I was in the pub with Lisa well, a couple of weeks it. ago, Jim. Remember Lisa Foyles from Our Escapist days? The good old. I do. Good yes. old Lisa, and uh, she was like posting her trip to the Guinness factory and stuff. And the comments are just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what people just think. What people think about Ireland altogether. <laughs>
1: Uh so other, other video gamey things this week. Jim, you played... Is this one game title here? Schoolgirl slash
0: Zombie Hunter?
1: Wow. It's
0: one full game title. Oh my God, how many more of these fucking videos are you going to flag as unsuitable for advertisers, you fucking asshole! Hold on, let me just take time out of my day to request another manual fucking review. Pieces of fucking shit. Do do you want me to buy you some time while
1: you do your manual review? I've done it now. Like I've
0: done it now. I've got three videos waiting on this shit.
2: Do you want to hear something really shocking? What? My Zelda video has not been claimed.
1: Shit.
2: Yeah, I probably just jinxed it. But I'm really surprised it lasted this long.
1: That's that's kind of ridiculous, and I, I I'm
0: I struggle to believe that. That's impressive. Yeah. The thing that's getting me now is all of my industry bullshit article, uh, videos, um, which run on the ad-supported side of my channel, all get f- then they're, they're now getting auto flagged. Like they're not just being flagged after a day; they're being auto flagged. So those are, that immediate viewership is just, in terms of making any money, going nowhere. It's I mean again, thanks. F- Fuck, I, I, I got on with Patreon when I did And that's just been the lifesaver If I were relying purely on YouTube, I've said before I'd be fucked, absolutely fucked um, and, and the industry bullshit videos started to really take off And just as they started to take off Everything's getting auto-flagged now When it's manually reviewed They switch all the ads back on So I'm just sitting here Basically losing money for no reason Which... Again, very privileged, very lucky, I do a, a very well, I, I make a, a damn fine living, I'm incredibly fucking grateful for it, but the fact that money is just being flushed down the toilet regardless is still a real chap on the ass, uh, but anyway, schoolgirl zombie hunter... <laughs> Uh, well, you, let, let's bring that back.
2: YouTube's really fucked up at the moment, It really. It, is. It,
0: it's a fucking it's shit. But you know, they as as long as
2: NBC as well. and as long as Jimmy Kimmel get their recommendation on the front page. Oh fuck no, you, the, say, you, fuck, you say that. Fuck fuck Jimmy, Jimmy
1: Kimmel's channel got accidentally shut down the other oh, yeah? day and had to be put back up <clears throat> because it got flagged <clears throat> in an att- like, in an attempt to get rid of a bunch of scumbag channels they accidentally deleted uh, Jimmy Kim- Kimmel's channel.
2: Uh. Nice job, YouTube. Nice job.
0: Well done. <laughs> Speaking of incompetent. So schoolgirl Zombie Hunter. You know D3 Publisher by now. Um uh, they make the Ownichandra games, among others. It's basically one of them. It's a bunch of high school Is girls. That
2: anime waifu bullshit.
0: High school high school Japanese girls with guns shooting zombies that look like they come from House of the Dead. And when I say that, I mean the original House of the Dead in the 90s. Um, Over and over and over again. Uh, To its credit, when the young girls take damage, their clothing comes off. Uh, There's an innovation for you. (gasps) Um, You unlock lots of different guns. I say lots of different guns. It's a handgun, a sniper rifle, a shotgun, an assault rifle, and a submachine gun. The submachine gun and the, a rapid-firing handgun are the only real weapons worth bothering with. The rest don't really feel all that distinct. It's It makes no sense from a control perspective. I don't know why I'm pressing uh, L1 to jump and R1 to dodge. And right trigger to fire like normal. But pressing X to go into Iron Sight, what um, the fuck? none of the controls make fucking sense. Um, it looks terrible. That, sound, that, that sounds boring.
2: Resident Evil Four levels of weird control scheme.
0: It's it's fucking it's bizarre, um, and it's it's trying to have that owner tra- uh, charm. Uh, and I go back and forth on Oni Chambra. Sometimes I think they. It's just trash, and sometimes I think it's good trash, like junk food video game. Um, The last one they did uh, in Chamber, I think it was Chamber Z2 Chaos or something like that, they managed to marry some pretty satisfying hack and slash gameplay with the normal, oh look, it's girls in bikinis, ha ha ha, which I was okay with. I'm like alright, this game knows it's trash, it's not trying to be anything more than that, whatever. Not bothered. When it's something like this, when it's just the trash, and they suck out the rest of it, I'm like... Like, I I could just find porn. I could just find porn and not be bored by this game where nonsensical, gibberish cutscenes... And I'm saying gibberish because they're written in such a way that... I... It makes no sense why anything's happening, why these people have the personalities they have, and what the fuck. It's just nonsense story. But the cutscenes last longer than the levels, which are normally just three to five minutes of walking around, shooting, like I say, 90s-grade House of the Dead zombies. Um... Over and over and over again, collecting incrementally better weapons and occasionally unlocking nurses' outfits and gym outfits and and swimsuits and the normal stuff like that. Which, again, if the game was good enough to back up the sleaze, I'd give it a bit more of a pass, like I Mm. did with with Z2 Chaos. Uh, When you don't bother to make a game on top of it, this is what people misunderstand about that one Sakura game. Uh, I think it was a or Senrin Kagura uh, game that I didn't care for much. And I just wrote a review about the boobs in it. Uh, the reason I wrote a review about the boobs in it isn't to demonstrate that I was offended by breasts. Or as one person put it, that I don't like women. It's laughable, <laughs> considering. Um, it wasn't that. It was just the fact that I, was, I wrote a review that reflected the game. And the game only cared about breasts, and wasn't bothered, wasn't bothered enough to make a good game to justify the breasts. That's the issue I have with these games. When they're alright, sure, have your tits, have your waifus, have your whatevers. I care about having a good game, like give me a good shooter with zombies, give me a good hack and slash. I mean hell, preferably without the zombies, I'm over them. But just just make a good fucking game, and then put your cheesecake in if you start with the cheesecake and try and vaguely drape a game around it you're not going to get anywhere, not in my book anyway that's Schoolgirl zombie hunter, which i'll just briefly use to segue into Animal Crossing, which is exactly the same as high school zo- high school girls zombie hunter without the without the tits basically um. I could describe that in a simple sentence. Imagine Animal Crossing with all the tedious bullshit of Animal Crossing, but without any of the Animal Crossing. You've just imagined Animal Crossing mobile, and that's all i got to say about that one. Thank you very much. What I'll say for the
1: Animal Crossing one, if your starting point is already thinking that Animal Crossing is tedious to start
0: with, I don't think that was ever going to be a game for you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, here's why I led from Schoolgirl Zombie Hunter to this, is Animal Crossing is the same thing. Um, different elements. <laughs> instead of, instead of tits, it's tedium. Um, so it's tedium versus breasts. Animal Crossing can be a tedious game, there's a lot of repetition in there. But, in a regular Animal Crossing game, there's other stuff going on. There are, there's a sense of um, uniqueness to your town. Uh, all, you never know what animals will, top, will pop up next. You'll get weird letters from your bizarre mother, who's clearly suffering from something. And there are, there, there's a lot of extra little dynamic stuff. Build your little museum, and, and in the last one, run a town. This takes all of that character out of it. You know, I visit someone else's camp. They've all got the same animals that I've got. They've all got the same shit that I've got. It's not really exciting to see someone else's camp. And the animals, rather than be people... um, Or, you know, creatures that you want to try and build friendships with... And invite them to your house and do all of that twee mawkish shit... That makes Animal Crossing so beloved... Their resources. It's 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 like the Orcs in Shadow of War all over again. Your only real goal is to give them enough random shit that you pick up so that they come visit your camp, and then you can farm them for gold. Uh, the more the that you have in your camp, I. And well, that to me just feels like such a stripped down and, and soulless version of Animal Crossing. What, what I will say is
1: mechanically, yes, you're farming them for gold. But the thing that I far more have been enjoying farming them for is really adorable sentences they say to me once a day. Uh, <laughs> I am very, very into the like basically red and black Gothic bear that has just been Living in my camp for like a month and just Says really nice sweet very affirming Stuff once a day and I'm like You're lovely I just want to hear what nice Thing you're going to say to me tomorrow and that's Enough for me <laughs> to keep enjoying it
0: I think there That that Really leads to the other issue I Have with the game which is Every Time I'm playing it I just Want to play Animal Crossing I, I just I just would like them to, right now, tell me Animal Crossing is coming to the Switch, so I, I can throw my entire phone in the trash. I honestly
1: like expect it to be first half of next year. Like, I I think that part of what they've been doing here with the mobile stuff is pre preparing some like high res assets for the like iPad version, so that they you know can what? do their Switch version early next year.
0: Justin and I were having a conversation about this earlier in the week. We were talking about um, how Super Mario Run comes out, and it's all right, a bit mediocre by my standards, leaves you hungry for a Mario game, Mm -hmm. and then out comes Super Mario Odyssey. Well, and then here we come, Animal Crossing. The whole time I'm playing it, I'm thinking, God damn, all I want is Animal Crossing on Switch. Well, it's a leaves in. It's, it's a scam. It's even more, it's the a, more than
1: that, though, Jim. There was Pokemon Go before they did Pokemon Sun and Moon. Mario Run right, before Mario yeah. Odyssey. Fire mm-hmm. Emblem Heroes before Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, Animal right? Crossing. I reckon Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is leading up to Animal Crossing Switch in the first half of next year. Like that. That's not based off insider info. That is just. My gut tells me within the next six months we're going to have an Animal Crossing out on Switch.
0: I had the same gut feeling because my experience with the Nintendo mobile games I've played have always been, I wish I was playing the real game on this. But, I mean, Nintendo's never going to do that. Nintendo would never... ...put a real Animal Crossing on mobile. They've made the concession to put these spin-offs on mobile... ...because obviously they want a piece of that mobile market. But I feel almost like Nintendo is either too proud or too threatened... ...to want to put a genuine version of one of their games on these systems. So it's like almost like using iOS and, and the App Store, Google Play, all of that... ...using that as a sort of demo... Like a free-to-play demo for an upcoming game or, or or a commercial. You know. Something to hype us up. Something to make us think about the franchise. Something to make us salivate at the idea of getting another new one. Now, this is again pure speculation. But if true, fucking fiendish. I don't think it's necessarily not
1: I don't think it's necessarily far off. Like, take a device that you know already a lot of people own, put a property on that in some form that gets them thinking about the brand, release a good high-end product on your, on your new hardware, and get people buying the hardware.
0: Honestly, it's... It's smart. It's a sound strategy. It's a sound strategy. Like, it gets your property out there in front of a lot more potential people... And you you can potentially sell them on the Switch, which, of course, is is still doing really well on its own. So, yeah, Nintendo kind of turned 2017, at least the latter half, into their stomping grounds.
1: Yeah, they, they and are... And it's, it's
0: hard to fault them. They are still on top
1: of this whole one major first-party game or game using a first-party IP pretty much every month we don't know what happens after january but like my suspicion is late december we get a direct that is basically like hey that kirby and yoshi game we showed off earlier in the year here's some dates for those in like
0: oh my god like my suspicion my
1: suspicion is kirby and yoshi will probably be january february maybe march of next year We'll get, we'll get those. Don't
0: give a shit about Yoshi. Push him in the ocean. I I think Kirby Switch. Get it. Get it in there. Exactly. Like those two, we saw probably a
1: good six months ago. They're probably going to be ready to just like out of nowhere come out in the first couple of months of next year. I feel like Nintendo's going to try and keep this momentum up into next year. Which,
0: if they can pull that off, good on them. I mean, the Switch has been prominent in our minds. As you say, pretty much month on month. I mean, I, I, I looked at... Because we talked about it briefly on the pubquisition, and I did a gymquisition on the Nintendo Switch's uh, current status, uh, current highly positive and lucrative status. Um, and, yeah, I double-checked what was said. Like, you go through it, one or two months tops where they didn't have either a first-party game or... Uh, uh, an exclusive game that is heavily tied to first-party yeah. property. Right. That has been an incredibly clever strategy, mm. and one that I've been begging game, uh, platform holders to have for years, y- a drip feed of games rather than a, a splurge yeah. of launch you, titles. You know what I think the smartest thing they've done, and
1: the thing that like I would put money on seeing them do in the start of next year? It's not the first-party stuff they've been dripping out. It's been things filling in the gaps like... Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Where they've been giving their IP to third parties Because they know, hey, your game will sell If it's got a Nintendo IP attached to it And letting them fill in the gaps in their schedule Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Two or three more of those next year Of third party studio working on Nintendo property uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's some of their bigger ones Like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw I don't know We saw Smash Brothers done by Namco Bandai In the past Like I wouldn't They've n- No one at Nintendo was mentioned Which team Or developer is working on the new Metroid I wouldn't be surprised If Metroid is being worked on By a third party studio that's not Nintendo It would explain Their yeah. weird silence on who's Developing that game like, there, I think they've got more third-party stuff where it's like they're just going to give their big franchises to other companies to make sure that they can keep that momentum up.
0: It's a clever strategy. I mean, so long as they don't have another another samus based mistake like they did the last time they tried to license that out on a big scale the fact
1: they're calling the next one prime four to me suggests that they know that what people want is is more of like don't deviate too much just do what we did before
0: just yeah people liked the old prime um and yeah it's it's a fucking smart strategy it really is i mean compared to the other platform holders nintendo has more IP than it knows what to do. Mm. And a lot of developers, I'm sure, are hungry, like, slavering at the chance oh, uh, to get their hands on some of ja- that IP. Japanese,
1: you know? Japanese developers in particular right now are like looking for any way to jump on Switch and be successful on it because it keeps... I think over the last four months in Japan, it has more, sold more than double the combined sales of every other system in Japan. Like, Japan is going bonkers for the switch and a lot of japanese developers are from what i can tell very eagerly like how
0: do i get on that system right now yeah so and it's full it's full of so many games that you just buy and then you have the game. Yeah, and that's it. No strings. Give us. I mean, NBA Two K 18s on. Give it. us that Fallout Three sucks, Nintendo. Come on,
2: give me that. Give me that good Fallout Three on the Switch.
0: I would rebuy Fallout Three to play it portably. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm playing Skyrim a ridiculous amount of time, I and mean, I'm angry. I'm angry at the Switch version of Skyrim. I'm going to do a whole gemquisition on. <laughs> well, not just Switch Skyrim, but just Skyrim in particular. The cockroach of video games. I'm gonna... I mean, I'm angry playing Skyrim Switch. I can't stop myself because it's Skyrim in my hands mm. while Alex is watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer again, which, fair enough, I'm, I'm fond of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I don't need to see it again. I don't need to see season four again. I don't need to see Adam again. I'm fine with that. Let's Let's skip season four. Um, you know we had the mayor that was nice let's skip season 4 and go straight on to glory but season 4's playing right now i got Skyrim to keep me company I'm happy as fucking Larry but uh, I'm still angry at it because it's it's a game from 2012 and I shouldn't be having to relearn oh yeah for some reason I have to do a foom I have to shout boost right now otherwise I won't be able to use a fucking smelter oh skyrim bethesda's getting a fucking dragging unless something major happens between now and monday bethesda's getting the dragging uh, of a lifetime over skyrim on the jimquisition
2: that is barring
0: things changing
2: have they changed something in the game then
0: no that's that's the crux of the problem I don't want to go too deep into the episode because, as I say, it's going to be an episode, but...
1: The problem is is that there's obtuse things in Skyrim that have never been fixed in subsequent releases, I'm guessing. Easy
0: fixes. Yeah. That's easy... Like, modded years ago fixes... Mm -hmm for a game that's already been remastered and just released simultaneously for VR and Switch. I'm uh, guessing the Switch version doesn't have any mods, does it? No, it does not. Nah.
2: Yeah, It's nah. uh, not nah. not to be snobby or anything, but after like playing Skyrim with mods for so long, it, it probably is very difficult, difficult to go back to vanilla Skyrim.
0: It is. I mean, even there, there's like, so,
2: so many quality of life improvements with mods.
0: That's the issue. That mm. that I feel
2: Like, does anyone really want to do that lockpicking another three, four hundred (laughs) times?
0: I almost feel like, again, this this comes back to the fact that Bethesda... And then this will touch again on on Jimquisition material that I'm just giving away for free here. um, You know, they could have brought some of those quality of life improvements over. They didn't need to have a full mod store or even, you know, the PS4 sort of compromise mods. Which are still better than no mods. To quote a mighty number nine rep, it's better than nothing, but it's got nothing on the Switch. There is still enough novelty in it being portable that I'm still enjoying it, but there's a lot of frustration there. Yeah. And, you know, I've played Skyrim with mods on PC, um, obviously, optimal experience. I've tried the PS4 compromise version, and again, even that is better than nothing just simple mods that give merchants an extra thousand gold to play with yeah, that's so that when a, that, i'm loaded that's... down with dragon bones and scales i got somewhere to fucking sell them
2: that mod is actually it makes skyrim like so much more enjoyable when you have that mod the, in with the merchants the mod
0: that gives merchants a thousand coins extra is exactly the sort of thing I like to talk about in games when people talk about innovation, and I'm like, some of the best fucking ideas have been so simple and minuscule on the cosmic scale. Mm-hmm. Giving all the merchants in Skyrim an extra thousand gold, like, that sounds so fucking small. But, but it completely when you play changes the, game, the
2: experience, yeah.
0: It's a fucking revelation.
2: Because your inventory isn't tipping over all, all like. Every single time You're picking up
0: vendor trash Left and right You're picking up stuff that you got no choice but to sell Some of it Quite worth selling Yeah But Also so fucking heavy That you're constantly giving it To Lydia the poor fuck
2: I think when I finished Skyrim I had like 120,000 gold With nothing to spend it on (laughs) Shh.
0: Uh, so yeah, uh, Skyrim Switch. Still enjoying it. Still loving the novelty of it. I've not even docked the Switch and tried it on the on the the, the TV. Why would because you? Because I though? have a feeling I would just be pissed off even more. Yeah. I'm gonna have to do it because I'm gonna need to capture footage at some point. But uh, yeah, not
2: mm. You know, I mean,
0: I'm I'm pleased that it exists, but I'm Bethesda need to fucking sort some shit out. They're too busy focused on how much how much money they can make reselling the same thing and not focused enough on how can we make the thing that we're reselling a little bit fucking better.
2: Um if we're done with Skyrim, I think. I think, to I think mention, just about, yeah. <laughs> uh, I play. Oh well I'm
0: not done with Skyrim, but I'm saving the rest for later.
2: <laughs> I, I played a game in 4K for the first time ever this week.
0: Oh, what game? Yeah.
2: Hmm. Um you see now. Here's the thing. It was Horizon,
1: okay. which is already the best looking fucking game be. ever
2: made. So it may have skewed my opinion, but I was jaw dropped. Yeah, like, good Ho- fucking lord, this is pretty.
1: Horizon on if a good want... 4K telly
0: does look yeah. fucking gorgeous. It
2: looked incredible. And if
0: you want a good example of a 4K on a console with with the right TV setup, Horizon is hard to go wrong with. Um yeah obviously with the Xbox One X coming out um i mean uh it it's hard to it's a better system the Xbox mm. One X is a more powerful yeah. system but we've got
2: stuff like um Witcher 3 and Assassin's Creed Origins will undoubtedly look fantastic yeah. on on Wait, the Xbox on, One yeah.
0: it's just a diminishing yeah. returns things cuz I've, yeah. I've already played, played it on PC not in yeah. true 4K because mm. of the PS4 pro and everything it's not you know Proper connoisseur 4K like the Xbox One X. It's fucking close enough. Mm. And so... the diminishing returns aspect comes in where it's like, oh, I could play Assassin's Creed again all over again on the Xbox One, but I ain't going to fucking do it. But, yeah. there are when, some... when
2: you've already played yeah. it on a 1080 Ti, you're kind of yeah. like, why would I? But, but, yeah, well, that as yeah. well.
1: There are some games on the X that look technically better from like a pure resolution and performance standpoint, but mm-hmm. Horizon, I think just because of its art style and how strong the art was to begin with, Is still the game I look to on a good 4K telly to be like, this is a fucking good looking video game.
0: Unlike a a lot of the other games we just. I'd say, unlike uh, a lot of the games we just mentioned, it feels more with Horizon that they had 4K in mind when they were making it. Mm. And so the color palette and the. Just the overall art style and direction of the game seems geared towards showing off um, what 4K, mm-hmm. or at least the PS4 Pro's version of 4K, can do. And this those, those, comes those back di- to how art those, style. Um, trumps the horsepower. Robo
2: Dino explosions just in 4K. Just my eyes were popping out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, a big part of that is to do with
0: art style. It's not just the the horsepower under the hood. It's what Absolutely, you do with yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Uh, You know, you can remaster... Well, not even remaster. you You can optimise Quantum Break and Gears of War 4 for the Xbox One X and 4K, but having played them already ages ago, I'm just not that impressed. And they weren't really designed to show off 4K, so it just... It doesn't look as impressive as Horizon does on a less powerful system. Mm. That's the kind of crossroads the Xbox One X is at, where it is a great system, I can't deny it. And it's selling really well. But
2: yeah, my body. coming
0: out with Super Lucky's Tail as their Vanguard new IP <laughs> it's uh it's not a great look. Uh yeah.
2: nor, nor is is fighting about it in the comments. I just I just think it's so funny we're still here, like people who have Xboxes and people who have PlayStations calling each other names. I'm like have you seen what's going on in the world?
1: <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> are This big, is
2: what you're fighting about.
1: There are bigger things to be concerned about. This is where
2: <laughs> you're putting your anger.
1: <laughs> um Completely taking, like, a very different tact from Gavin playing a game in 4K. I did want to, like, very quickly mention something before we wrapped up this week. Uh, Finally got a trailer for the sequel to To The Moon. Uh, The sequel to that, Finding Paradise, is coming out in, like, two weeks in mid-December. And I'm super pumped for that. Uh, Is To The Moon a game that either of you have ever played?
2: That fucking game made me blob like a child. Like seriously emotionally harrowing game
0: (laughs) it's but but in a a nice way i know it's brilliant yeah but i i haven't had the time to actually go and properly dedicate i feel i need to sort of dedicate quiet time yeah Yeah. i i i want
1: to like the reason i want to bring it up now is just to recommend it to people before the the sequel comes out
2: um yeah if you haven't played to the moon yeah, just play it. It's you, you absolutely can, gorgeous. You can
1: play the whole thing in about 4 or 5 hours perhaps. Uh it is a game made in RPG Maker. Uh it they clearly put a lot of effort into making mechanics that you don't usually see in games made with that engine. Uh it is just a really beautiful game about two people trying to understand each other and trying to understand each other's perspectives and it's just incredibly beautifully written uh there's a lot of the content in that game that speaks to me on a personal level and is written in a way that I very rarely see those kinds of characters written and I think that just if you've never played it try and find four or five hours to just play it in one one big sitting if you can just jump in and stick with it it's beautiful and i can't wait for a sequel to that so yeah that gets that gets a sequel in like two weeks and i have no idea if it's going to be good or bad but i'm crossing my fingers because the original game was fantastic
2: Mm, it really was beautiful it was really one of those games that just settles the our game's art argument (laughs) once and for all that that game
1: is is undeniably art uh It's it's gorgeous, like I was listening to the soundtrack From it today while I was working And I was just like, oh, Jesus, yeah I need to piano. go replay this Before I the sequel
2: I can't even listen to that piano melody without getting all like
1: mm-hmm. The one that always gets me Is there is a single song in that game That has um, a lyric track To it mm. And it makes me blub like a child every time I hear it I'm just ah. But in a good way But yeah, yeah, Finding Paradise is out In like two weeks and I'm very excited about that Uh yeah, anything else we want to do? or Should we wrap up here for this week?
0: Uh, oh, I think that's more or less covered everything. Like we say. We're in the... covered it all. Yeah, mm. we're in the post-November lull. We got Xenoblade Chronicles coming uh, once again. I'll just say I will be in Byron, Mississippi, this Saturday. Um, just there as a viewer, uh, but feel free to say hello if you want to swing by and watch a, a show. Which. If you like wrestling, especially indie wrestling. It'll be a good time. Um, And uh, Saturday, January 6th, Hideaway Jackson. Uh, I I, I would recommend being there if you want to see just something fucking stupid happening, I'm sure. (laughs) But that's me. That's my own shameless self-promotion. Laura... Me? You have things that could be promoted, and yeah. they're on the internet. How the hell can people find out about those? I I, I do have things on the internet that could be promoted. Uh, you can find me
1: at Laura K Buzz on Twitter or YouTube, and you can also find me Monday to Friday 9 to 5 at Kotaku.co.uk. Uh, I posted a thing today about how. I actually find Sonic Forces kind of endearing, and, like... I like it. You know, it's like, I I objectively see it's kind of shit in a lot of places, but also I
0: kind of really like it, and I wrote... I enjoyed it. It's better than Sonic Colors. I, I'll take that to the fucking grave and put that on my tombstone. Yeah, I wrote a thing about, like, it's,
1: it's, like, kind of ham-fisted use of original characters actually being kind of endearing and just making, like, a part of me that's, like, 12 inside... Very excited while I played So I was like you know that was I wrote about that Probably going to write some other bullshit Who knows (laughs) (laughs) Alright
0: And that's Laura K Buzz across the board And And kataku.co.uk Yes yes And Gavin Our cyber bard from the future uh, Who can be found in the Upcoming I believe Not out yet
2: Seven the day's long gone Seven
0: Yes, upcoming 7 Coming on The Friday. Long Gone So
2: it's tomorrow when you listen to this
0: Shit, tomorrow yeah. when you listen to you, this Because this goes up on you, Thursday, so Friday
2: You, If you like Fallout and you like Thief You probably like this uh, Also check out my Twitter At Miracle of Sound My Patreon which pays for the bills And also on my YouTube channel right now You can hear my Stranger Things song Which, Brilliant. which I have been told is Synthwave I don't really know myself if it is. I don't really pay too much attention to genres of music when I create music, but I've been told it's a synthwave song. So if you like synthwave, go and listen to it.
0: Okay, so, so synthwave for the people. Um, I don't know what that is. Aper- I, I apparently it means... Apparently this
2: is what it means. Synth-heavy music, heavily, um, heavily versed in the 80s, but with modern production values. And I, yeah. I think that does sum it up pretty well, actually. So go listen to that.
0: I mean, yeah, if you're doing a Stranger Things song, then you're going to make it sound 80s, but you're going to use modern equipment. I mean, yeah. that's just sort of it's 80s as, a very it's, obvious to track. It's, it's 80s bit. as
2: fuck, this song. It, it was It was me trying to rip off Tears for Fears and, and Simple Minds.
0: And, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that about wraps everything up. Thank you all so much as ever for listening to this show, for supporting this show, for supporting the Gym Position on Patreon, if you do, or just for sharing the podcast, the show, uh, the other videos that I and we do, and just being involved. Thank you so much, all the time, forever. Maybe I'll see you in Jackson, and maybe you'll see Stas. Uh, we will see you, regardless, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.